Oh, there we go. Well, hi, kids. We're back. I think it's week seven. It's me, Jeffrey. I'm here. And alongside of me tonight, if you're listening and can't see us, I've got Miss Kelly. How you doing, Miss Kelly? I'm great, Jeffrey. Thank you. How are you? I- I'm doing peachy keen. And then below me, I've got Dana. How you doing, Dana? Below me. Dana's always below Jeffrey. Yep. I don't mind that. I'm okay with it, really. Oh, yes, yes. Tip your head up like that. Mm-hmm. Works for me. Hi. Hi, Hi honey. How you Brian. doing? And then Brian's to the left of Dana. No, to the right. I don't know my right name. Uh, well. It's been a long time. Hi, Brian. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Is that that is my little nephew Damien sleeping any better? Um, Actually, he is doing pretty good. Oh, I'm so glad to hear I hate to say that, though, because every time I say that, the next few nights, it's like I jinx myself. It's it's what happens. He's finally got two teeth coming through. I love that Brian's literally okay with you referring to his child as Damien. We're talking on the phone. Perfectly acceptable name. Listen, come on, Kelly. You shouldn't listen. Actually, to be honest with you, one of the best chefs I ever worked with, his name was Damien, and he was awesome. Okay, so you have a positive association with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've actually known a few people named Damien. All right. Well, there you go. Listen, Mm -hmm. listen, listen. Uh, Hang on, sorry. I'm trying to uh, tweet and things about our show because we're, you know, live right now. People could come join us and chat with us. So if you're listening uh, on one of the many places, you know, Apple Podcasts, whatever, you can also watch us because this show gets streamed live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and then the Twitch or Stitch or wherever, you know, the people, they play the video games and things, you know, they watch us there too. I don't think many people do, but they do. Uh, so you could do any of those things. But so, yeah, that's the information. And yeah, I, listen, I've always been the one that calls people's children names. You know what I mean? In daycare, I was like, oh, you got an asshole, baby. It's just how I roll. It's a term of endearment. Exactly. You know, well, you, you gotta be straight with people. You really parents do. <laughs> and I like to be the fun one. You know what I mean? Like Kelly's daughter, I taught her that Walmart is for people that live in trailers. It's my job. So on that note, let's start, let's start the show and play the theme song. Huh? I, you know what, too? Now I realize, besides it cutting off so abruptly and it drives me nuts and I keep forgetting to fix it, is that if they're watching, it has no lyrics anymore because it was, you know, James did that for us uh, right. on the original when it was the OG for Guilty Pleasures with me, Katrina, uh, and Karen Ashley. And then there was the rotating panel of mics that joined the show. So it was convenient because it used to start off with uh, Jeff, Karen, Kat, Michael. And then one Michael left and another one joined. So we just kept the name Michael in there. You know what I mean? Like, it worked out. Yeah. So (laughs) it kind of told the story about all of us and had little ditties in there. So the words don't make sense to play for any of the other shows on the channel. But I'm, like, too cheap to go buy us a theme song. Yeah, so let's talk about that. What do you mean the other shows on the channel? So if you're just joining us for the first time, this is a show... Four friends just kind of threw together because we missed each other a lot, and you know, need to I miss Brian so much. 
I mean, yeah. It's been like 40 50. years since I've seen you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell our age. <laughs> well, and I'm a so, rather persistent friend. And I just yeah. assume have everybody cater to me and, and work with me. And, you are, and spend time with me. You are needy, and we love you yeah. for that. And But this was a great way for us to all connect and check, to, check in with each other. Because I think one of the things that's happened during COVID is we've all kind of retreated into our own routines and a lot of us have lost connections with each other and so um for those who are wondering why on earth you're watching this you may still have that question at the end i'm not gonna lie but um no we kind of check in with (laughs) each other every week yeah like what did we i don't know but um yeah maybe you'll find something we talk about that you can relate to or you know bring up and check in with your friends on so yeah Uh, jeffrey we can see you I mean, does he get the, does he get the I, bell I, for that finger? I don't know. What <laughs> oh, did I look down? Oh, I don't know. I, have to I didn't do. I, I don't know what you're talking about. There was like a did little. Did you have an itch? Did he have an itch? I did. I did. Oh, did. I had yeah. an itch. See, that's okay. the great thing about people. Like we can see each other, and if you're just listening, you can't see me, so you don't know that I just gave um, somebody the finger. I'm just well. Most of us can't bloody. see you anyway because you're out in Missouri, and they literally have dial-up internet, so your face it's... gets all pixelated. So it really doesn't matter if you're listening or watching. What are you guys you know? gonna do that's when cool. I'm back in a couple of weeks? I know. Like, I, and you know what? I'm. I mean, I'm super excited to see you because it's been way too long. And I love you, but I'm also excited because you're coming when it might be closer to spring. Yes, and we could actually do the show all together in person. What? Yeah, that would be nice. In the same space. Yeah. Weird. Wouldn't that be something? It really would. I know, and we could do it with cocktails, which could be Ooh. dangerous. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they had tails. Maybe we could all leave our children with, well, you guys could leave your children's with your spouses and I could just, you know, leave mine with a random stranger on the street and we can have an adult slumber party. Yeah, why not? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just saying, kids. So that, that actually, um, that kind of gave me an idea about uh, preferences and things. So maybe this is a good time to jump in. Should we check in with each other first? Or do we want to jump into well, of our... Course. Let's yeah. check in. Let's check in. Let me find a little doohickey. Damn it. Why can I never... <laughs> I mean, why... I mean, it's because you're looking for a doohickey. It's not a doohickey. It's an emoji, Jeffrey. So, it's an listen, emoji. if you guys are listening, you're not watching. We have this thing up on the screen. This is, let's check in. How do you feel today? And there's one through 11, and it's different emojis. So if you, you go to any of our social media pages... You'll see this picture, and it has 1 through 11, the different emojis, and the hashtag is, what's your emoji? So we're trying to get that going. You can also go over to uncensoredradio.shop, and you can pick up a T-shirt. If you need a coaster, maybe you need some coasters from one of your friends come over and they have an adult beverage, and you can pick up some coasters for like $3. No, but I do, say, need, I do need a shower curtain, and I think they got a shower curtain on there. We do. You can buy, yeah, I can hook you up with a shower curtain for like $4. Yeah. It, you know, says, let's check in. How do you feel today? What's your emoji? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, uncensoredradio.shop, kids. We got rid of that long, ridiculous red bubble, blah, blah, blah crap. And I just, you know, spent the money and got <laughs> uncensoredradio.shop. I thought it was right. convenient. Here Good I am. Job. Who knows? You've had a busy week, man. So let, yeah, I really want you to go first. You go first with your emoji. 
Um, my emojis. Let's see. Um, I've had an eight, a nine, a ten, <laughs> a six, a five, a three, a two. I've just gone through the whole list, really. Are you counting down to midnight on New Year's Eve or what? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. Ten, yeah. nine, eight, mm-hmm. seven, six. Yeah, I've had them all this week. I have to tell you, like, um. I don't even remember when we did the last show, but I am certain that I've had all the feelings, yeah. right? And all the experiences, and they've all been extraordinary in good and bad ways. So that's me. Uh, Brian. Uh, I feel like I've had all the emotions this past week, too, just especially okay. with the Ukraine thing. Yeah, no absolutely. Kidding. Yeah. And, and Dana, you get to round out the... Sure. Yeah, I mean, I had all the negative ones. Let's see, I'll have a two, a three, a four, a five, a seven, and yeah, that, that about covers it. Probably nine. Yeah. No, nothing surprising me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Mm-mm. Monsieur Dana. He said nothing surprises him anymore. Well, you know what? People still shock the hell out of me on a daily yeah. basis, especially my children. Oh, I knew that was the lead up. That's why I didn't interrupt you. Because I knew this is like the the engine, the steam engine gaining steam here. So go ahead. Oh, oh we got goodness. a we got a little smiley face in the comments. Hi, Chris. From oh, from a Mister oh. Cox. Oh, it's Christopher. He's like, you know, our number one fan. Hey, boo. He's late, as usual. I posted a little meme, and he's like, I'm never on time. And now here we know. Hey, boo-boo. Now, Christopher, you know, now you can go to uncensoredradio.shop. You don't have to go to that horrific link anymore. Just saying. 20% off right now, by the way, kids, until tomorrow. Tomorrow, 20% off the whole store. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Um. It's been real rough. Like, so I'm seriously like, I'm like, how do I broach this subject without sounding like a horrible father? But I've really considered and looked into uh, boarding, boarding school. school? Yeah. Yes. 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 Because the older two's behavior is just getting worse. And it has a lot to do with things that just come from before they were adopted before they were placed in foster care. And I think a lot of it too has to do with just being hardwired wrong, you know? And there's not a level of therapy that's going to fix it. And it's something that's been very difficult for me to admit to myself that I, I'm not going to be able to fix this. Um, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a very challenging thing. And two, I, I it, it's a struggle because I look at the youngest child and I'm like, at what point do I have to put keeping him from seeing all these other behaviors mm-hmm. and trying to protect him ahead of trying to save the other two? Hmm. Like, it feels like an impossible situation. What is boarding school until? Well, Honestly, I don't know. You know they're these schools that it's it's supposed to be, you know, kind of like what, what you know, I did with 
therapeutic foster care, right? Where it's therapeutic school and there's therapists on hand at all hours and they're dealt to they're for like behavior management uh, and kids with behavioral issues and kids with trauma, me- mental health issues. You know is what I mean? The, is the length like dependent on the kid? Like no, is it different just, for everything? Yeah, yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? But it is a place where they can live and it's a school and there's outdoor activities and, you know, it's a stricter place. But I, I, I'm just the, the, the physical damage to the, to the, to everything around me, um, the emotional toll of like four to five hours a day of like just tantrums and fits are exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm tired. I, I'm so tired. And it's, it's getting to the point of like, nothing's working. Nothing is changing this. Um, you know, the psychiatrists are like, oh, well, what does the therapist say? Well, the therapist is a social worker who's out of their depth. So what next? Oh, yeah. we'll go well, see what point another does psychiatrist. Become better off? Like, yeah. like you're like, a psychiatrist. Kind of- you're telling me to go see a, a social worker? Who? Right. Yeah, what well, are they going to do? What are they yeah, going mean- to do? Like, at what point, like, is your frustration level and, like, you're, like, frantic like at your wits end actually doing more harm than good when you just need like to tap out for a minute and say you know what i can't and i need it i need help yeah there's no there's no shame in that but i think recognizing that when it reaches a level that it's not a healthy environment for anyone and a change needs to happen i think that's you know i've known you long enough to know that the last thing you're looking to do is abdicate your responsibility but you are self-aware enough to recognize when a challenge has exceeded your abilities to meet it. And I think that's where you've reached the point with the kids and you've reached, you've, you've accessed and sought out more resources than I think anybody in your situation ever would in an effort to give these kids the best life possible. And I think you're, you know, in talking with you, you're finally, you're at a point where you see, what their future looks like if there isn't a radical change in direction for them, because That's this, this is, it's yeah, I mean, end up in jail. Yeah. Or, or worse, you know, like that's yes. the thing that scares me. That's what I see. And that's terrifying to me. And it, if that's the future, like I have to do something else, you know, when every morning I'm woken up, to a, a tantrum of an eight-year-old throwing himself on the floor, screaming because he's up and he's going nuts in the house. And I'm like, come here, you need to come here. And because I'm just calling him into my room, that makes him very upset. And because he's upset at eight years old, he's screaming at the top of his lungs and throwing himself on the floor and just screaming. And there's no talking. He doesn't hear anything you're saying. And then you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Are you hearing me right now? I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to avoid you having a consequence for your action. Do you need to listen to what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And this goes on for hours at a time. And there's no real communication. And then it's like, oh, okay. You know, you think you finally get somewhere. And then an hour goes by and then we're right back doing it again. And there's no, it's like, there's something not 
clicking in their mind. It's, there's no, I always tried to explain it to the therapist that this is a child that would put his hand on a hot stove. He'd feel the pain, scream, would be devastated. But 10 minutes later, would go and put his hand on the hot stove again. Like he would not correlate that like, oh, I don't want to do that again because that hurt. Right. You know what I mean? Like something's not clicking. So yeah, what do the, you the do? neural pathways are not there. Yeah, yeah. There's so, no remorse and conse- um, the concept of consequences are lost. And no, yeah, no. I mean, so it's like, what do you do? And then the destructiveness of other people's things. You need Maury. Some, remember on remember on Maury when they would have mm. the boot camp people come in and they would. Oh say, yeah. Yeah. yeah you oh, they that. don't like that. They don't. No, because the thing is, if you you say no about anything, all holy hell breaks loose. You know what I mean? But this has been going on since day one. You know what I mean? And like, I've allowed this to go on because the therapist would be like, well, I'm like, I can't leave them with a babysitter because then my house gets trashed and I'm paying for that for days on end because the next two days are hell on earth because the behavior spike. They're like, well, don't leave them with a babysitter. Well, you need to have a wife too. Well, what life? What about a job? You know what I mean? This is why I I had to give up. I had three sub shops that I had to give up because how do you run a business with kids that you have to be constantly there for? Um, you know, and then I'm following what all these people are telling me because they supposedly know what they're doing. But and now in, in hindsight, I'm like, I literally catered to everything these children wanted. Like they got their way from day one. Well, and a lot of that I think was, I mean, you were, you were very aware of abandonment issues and, um, you know, they're, as you should be, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think, I think your focus was exactly where it needed to be. I think the challenge now is that so many years have gone by and you're not seeing any positive growth or not substantial positive growth and development that would normally happen, you know, as as the brain matures or as, you know, as, as positive lessons are reinforced, unfortunately for you, they're, you know, they're stuck in that same loop and pattern of bad behavior with no, no remorse, no concept. Yeah, and, the, and the weird yeah. thing that too, like the psychiatrist, nobody's ever been in a bed to answer me. Positive reinforcement was always the trigger. And they're like, oh, well, it's because they don't feel worthy. Okay, well, then when does that end? Or, you know what I mean? We go on a big trip. We go to the theme park or whatever. And then it's like, uh, then the next day the house would get destroyed. Or they would sneak into something. You know what I mean? There was door alarms on the the bedrooms. There was motion detectors. We had to have window alarms. You know what I mean? Like people don't understand the severity of this. And I think in New York, I felt very, very alone. Um, I don't think. I know. I did. Uh, Everybody was kind of, they had their thing going on in their life. And my family wasn't around. And, And down here, I've been lucky that people are here every day. Well, I think you were also very judged, not just alone, but you were. Right. You were judged. really knew. Nobody, yeah. And two, it was like, I was the all-star foster parent. My my ex-husband and I were. We were the go-to ones that they they would throw all the the kids in with, you know. Oh, oh, are you available this weekend? We have five respite kids. You know what I mean? I have 12 kids in my house for a week. Right. And the, the worst of the worst that nobody could take, they drop them off and I'm the one that I could reach them. I'm the one that could talk to them. 
oh, I don't have that gift anymore. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. It's gone because I can't reach these kids. And, and, it, and, it, and I feel guilty. I feel horrible. And I just wish I, I knew what else to do for them. Well, I think you and do, though, and I think I think you have incredible. I just don't like it. I don't no. like it. I don't want it's to. Not do the it. path you wanted to be on. Yeah, I don't want to do it. It's very upsetting to me. It's. I just want to be in denial a little bit longer. I keep pushing it off, like the numbers in my phone. And I just don't. I keep hoping, like, okay, today's going to be the breakthrough. Today's going to be the breakthrough. Today's going to be the breakthrough. And it's not happening. So there, there's my honesty. There's me being vulnerable and saying the things that you're not supposed to say on a podcast, but that's the truth. This is what I'm going through. This is my life. And this is what it's been like for five years. And I'm doing it on my own. And it's scary as hell. So well, there's my truth. I'm proud of you. Ta-da. It was kind of like taking a bullet, saying all that out loud, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. But okay, now somebody else tell their bullshit, okay? Hit that bell. Oh, wait. Oh. How about we go into something fun? Can we talk about Brian's yeah. beauty regimen? Because that was yes. a great <laughs> weekend. We had a little three-way call or something, I think, at some point. Let's what, talk like about Friday. some moisturizing. And Brian's oh, talking about no, his not beauty the regimen. But this is good. Brian, it why don't you amazing. fill us in? Was it my, my sleeping? Well, it was all of it. I mean, because so first of all, it started with you know your. Well, I don't really get to sleeping anymore, but right, right. But for for a long time, everybody misjudged your age, right? Oh, they still do, yeah. Right, so you're like (laughs) fourteen. (laughs) Fourteen. But yeah, tell us what's what's the secret of your. uh, It's witch hazel. It's a good astringent. It is. I I literally put it on my face every single day. Me too. Well, when I shave. <laughs> Me too. And you're okay with the smell? I can't get past the smell. I don't really smell it. At first, yeah, it does smell weird and nasty, mm-hmm. but I don't smell it anymore. It smells kind of like bad. rotten eggs. Ugh. You ever like brush yeah. your teeth with baking soda? Now that's something that takes some getting used to. It really yeah. it does. And you know what? Those what does are... that taste like? Oh, what? it's you like really it's like it's like it's like it's like. It's like salt that makes you want to throw up. Just don't use and don't use the one in the fridge though. Do not use the one that you've been using to deodorize your refrigerator. You That's not you, like, a good idea. Do you yeah, put you it just, on your? You just, you just, you that you just yeah, for you to stop making that motion for, for those yeah, four. Get, no, that is not how. That's a shake weight. That's different. That's, that's a different <laughs> beauty process. It's just it's not no. Oh, it's two two toothbrushes. Yes, thank you, Dana, for bringing us back. That was too. That was extra good oral hygiene, <laughs> is what that was right there. So, okay, oh, wait, so wait. What do you dip the toothbrush in the baking soda, or do you well, turn yeah, the baking soda into so a paste? Italian and jamming you got, the toothbrush. You just toothbrush wet. You just get you run it under the faucet, and then you just kind of like dip the bristles in the baking soda, and you just grind away. So, wait, like, you don't how much how much baking soda are we talking about? Just Whatever to, sticks. Whatever sticks to the bristles. So if the bristles are wet, yeah. it's only going to hold as much as it can hold. I mean, yeah. if you're not building a cake with it. It's Wait, just, I thought just, you put the toothpaste on and then you dip it in the. Oh, you could do that too. You know, you want to make a combo. No, this seems like double no, 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 no. I'm sorry. You cannot. You don't put toothpaste on and then stick your no. 
You can. <laughs> Tell them what to do. What if it's a special one just for your toothpaste? You better label it. Yeah. <laughs> toothpaste. Baking powder. Well, why would you use baking, baking soda, soda and baking toothpaste? Because this is the point. Of, like, well, baking soda is like abrasive. Like, it, yeah, it, it whitens. Baking soda is in toothpaste there. to begin with. I think. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. Well, whitening toothpaste. You just have to be really careful because it can strip your teeth. But yeah, you um, use it too much. That stuff will they'll rip your enamel off after a while. Yeah. But it's good Does for anyone like use every charcoal? once in a while for like a nice deep clean. Oh yeah, charcoal. That's if you want your entire sink black forever. <laughs> in your oh, teeth. No. Yeah. No, that looks like your it looks like your kid just ate a lump of charcoal and you're like, ah mm, some black, black licorice. Yeah. Mm. And then like somehow it just spatters on everything and it's way worse than little white spatters from the regular toothpaste. The black oh man. I I bought some. I was at Marshall's and I was like, oh hey, this looks like it's something. I'll try it. And first you open the container and then the car the, the the charcoal just like explodes out and it's everywhere now. Then everything you touch turns black now. And then you take it, you get a little on your toothbrush and you're brushing your teeth, and it's just putting these little black spatters all over the freaking everything. And then your hands are black, your mouth is black, and you gotta rinse it all off. And then you spend the next ten minutes with a paper towel just trying to find all the little black fillies <laughs> from all over the yeah, it's so. So we're saying, don't do that. Don't do. Don't that. do that. Okay, no. so we're crossing that off the list of the beauty. beauty no charcoal. So okay, does no. anyone else like Brian? Do you have any? So you mentioned something besides witch hazel when we spoke yeah. the other Your night. Your biggest was, thing that was the best part of all this was the, the shake weight. The, I don't remember sleep. Your ability. To I sleep said that on a dime. Well, oh, you said yeah, you I don't guess. get sleep anymore, but you said, you know, one of the I things used to be able to just yeah. fall asleep like in like 30 seconds. He's like, oh no, I sleep like 12 hours a night. That's well, why no, I look I so sleep, young. No. He's like, because you don't age when no. you sleep in full. No, no I sleep, I sleep, I used to sleep eight to 10 hours before I had kids. I used to sleep eight to 10 hours a night. And then I usually took a two to three hour nap when I got home from work. <laughs> How'd you do anything ever? So like a solid what do you mean, how, do I do anything? Hours how did you sleep? have time to do anything? That sounds man. Well, I didn't take a nap every single day. If I, I had stuff to know. do. I, I get like six and a half, seven hours of sleep, but I'm like, oh no, I'm not gonna have time. What do I have to do? I didn't have any kids or anything. Oh yeah. That's why so I never made it to my house on time. He's taking a nap. I never made it anywhere. Now I know. I was Somewhere more important. He's just sleeping. I'm just sleeping. <laughs> that, well, that's that's important. So, well, so what motivates you again, Brian? <laughs> sleep and food. Okay. And witch hazel. And witch hazel. <laughs> does, it, does anyone else have any beauty secrets they want to share besides uh, Dana? <laughs> no, oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Dana's charcoal right. experiment I, is. I use I lip it. balm too. Yeah, lip balm's important. Got a bomb in it. Wait, Man, that's, how, how far out do you got that? Rolled out that's terrible. It's not lipstick. What? Look, this is what Why you, is that unrolled so much? You, you oh, get it just, three inches. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that makes me uncomfortable. So Brian has his chapstick. The chapstick is actually out of the thing by like. I've never inches. seen anybody so yeah, aggressive never, with that. That makes me so uncomfortable. I'd be worried about it breaking. I don't like so, I'm, I'm delicate with it. I'm just, he likes it big. I just caress right across <laughs> the lips. 
right. Do you do your deodorant the same way? I I do. I caress my armpits. No, yeah, but, but I mean, do you, you roll put it, it like, up like? Out? Do you have like an inch out? No, actually, I don't. Okay. But I do. It only comes out maybe like you know a half inch. Like I, I get it out of there. You know, I don't want to. I don't like for the plastic to scrape my armpit. Oh, I'm with you. You know the oh. container. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 I so, have I to mean, roll you, it out. Do you throw it out before it gets to that point, or do you try to like squeeze every last? No, I throw it out. Well, first of all, I don't even use like real deodorant. I use all natural stuff. Oh, like Tom's, whatever the hell it's called. Sorry no, for you, the plug. You just, have, you just have a box of baking soda in your bathroom. <laughs> That's why you need to label them. You don't want to be putting that one in your mouth. Whoopsie. Okay, listen, I, we, nobody could judge you because this fool over next to me over here, she comes into daycare one day. She's like, I'm not using deodorant no more. You should try it. She's like, I'm using like, you know, uh, coconut oil and like essential oils. I'm like, what? I'm like, listen, I'm Wait, do you still use that? No, I'm tired now. I'm tired. Now. <laughs> I'm like I'm 300 pounds. I gotta use the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like no, 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 no. There will be no coconut oil. And can it be affording to that for that to quit early? Yeah, I get you. No, no, we're not having that. I, there's one thing I can't like. If I get a whiff of somebody at a store or something, I'm near some. I'm like, oh no, 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 boo! You got to step off. You got no, no. Well, I shower every single day. Well, me too, but I still can't. In like, the summer, I shower twice, like sometimes more than once a day. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I mean, I, I mean, that, that's so I, maybe that's why I don't need like heavy deodorant. I don't, I don't know. I do those things. I just like do you wear a lot of deodorant? deodorant. Not really. I don't smell much. Like every once in a while, like if I'm running around, getting busy, you know, like. I'll get that three o'clock onion going on, but most of the time three it's not. Oh, that's so gross. That's so gross. Ew, he just said three o'clock onion. It just makes me That painted scared. a picture. <laughs> I got a real thing about that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like the 10-year-old, he like starts to stink and I'm like, yo, oh, you got to go get in the oh, shower right now, dude. He's like, what? I'm like, you can't smell that? He's like, no. I'm like, go get in the shower, you reek. Well, you usually can't smell yourself. Hmm. Oh, no, I can. Unless it gets yeah. bad. No. I don't, hmm. I can't smell nothing. But let me tell you what, I could smell somebody funky, okay? No. <laughs> uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. I actually, <clears throat> I especially hate it after it rains. Like, I feel like people smell differently after it's, like, been raining out and they're, like, wet. <laughs> No, my, that happens in my car. Like when you turn your like you know how wet dogs smell different. Yeah. So do yeah. people. Yeah. Wet, wet people wet if dogs. they get wet from the rain. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. they smell like their clothes or whatever. Yeah, you know what was traumatizing as a child? My mother was that woman that would leave the clothes in the basement in the washer. <gasps> no, no. So it was like middle school. No. Maybe not even middle school. It was probably fifth grade where Dude. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, what is this? What is this? And yep. I find that's when I started Dude, doing my own laundry. Because I'm like, oh, this can't go on. Yeah, that's no, terrible. We're not doing this. That's not that's, that's like, I, and down in Missouri, that's the horrible thing about down here. It's so humid. So you have, like, I put baking soda in the laundry. And, oh, yeah, and do I you do, get, like, mold grow everywhere? It can very easily, very, very I have a easily. Friend. 
Yeah, I have a friend that used to live in Texas, and they were talking about how like it'd get humid down there, and you like get mold growing on your car and in your garage and everything. Damn, that happens. Yeah, it is super, super. Yeah, yeah, the cars and stuff. Yeah, you gotta like you know move stuff. You gotta take care. It's a whole different weird thing that like they gotta do things that we don't have to do up north. And I'm like, what are you talking? I've never had to do such. I don't, I don't know about this. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's like there's a lot of that in uh, Marcellus. It's very damp here. No, not damp like it is down here, Boo Kitten. This is a whole yeah, no, no, other right, right. ball of wax, okay? Yeah, no, that's the swamp. I do not like humidity. No. I'm a, you know what, though? I got this summer, it wasn't as bad. The first time it was, it was, you know, it was like being in Florida. You know, it was, ugh. But this, it wasn't too bad. Um, See, I like that. But you have to, I have to put baking soda in with all the towels. You know what I mean? You can't let your towel air dry. And use so, it like you, you so are you all know. of us very like sensitive to smell i am extremely mm. like mm, not really no, i mean that's what it is yeah i guess sure. it depends what it was i know jeffrey like, and I are, like okay if it's, if it's beets I mean, everybody's well, got like a trigger did you smell. say beets beets if i smell beets it's over with oh like they beets isn't like, like the red thing the food yeah them beets that's the whole thing. The fat beets. I what? love beets. They're one of my favorite foods. Oh what? my god! What do you mean if you? Smell I used to. Beets? I used to work. They don't have a smell. I used to work <laughs> in a nursing home in the kitchen, and when they did beets, they let me go work up on one of the floors because. Are you talking about like canned uh, beets? Any beets. Any damn beets. They had to come out the can. You know, the nursing home they weren't serving oh, fresh that's... beets. Oh, that's I can't. No, I can't even smell them. I can't even. Just thinking about it makes me want to throw up. I don't know what happened Kelly, when oh I was gosh. a kid. Will we have yeah. the baby shower in April? We're making beets. Nice beet I, salad. I don't know. I'll oh, be able to smell them as soon as I walk into your house. You'll That's never how like, pungent they are to me. Mix some borscht and yeah, That's nice interesting. beet salad. Maybe they're poisonous to me. I don't know. Maybe. Did I, did I tell you that, like, you know, we had the urine problem here with the, the two older ones in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah. And, like, when they get mad, they like to pee all over everything like a dog. And like on the and air conditioner, yeah. In the one oh, night, yeah, or all over the bathroom, you know, in the no. tiles and the grout and things. No. And so, oh yeah, oh yeah. Do you have yeah, carpets yeah. and like little carpets? No, but in New York we had wood floor. You know what I mean? And the one bedroom's oh. destroyed oh. from him doing it. So mm-hmm. we've had to take crazy measures or whatever because that was. Did you just thing. tape it shut? And then, <laughs> down here, the same thing. You should plastic up his room, like you know, like Dexter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't have to be the room. Because if oh, they're upset, true. like they're gonna go anywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, let's go outside to pee, and then we're gonna go pee on somebody's things outside, um, like peeing in the air conditioner unit, okay? Uh, and in the electrical box, trying to short the power out oh, to get back at me. That's because not gonna work me. out well for them. No, no. So, yeah, these are the things. Listen, the thing, the stories. Honey, I'm sure one of your we'll kids work. is going to get the Darwin Award. <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen, so where was I going with this? We're talking even... about the smells. Like, oh, the who's smell. got, everybody's so, got trigger yeah. smells. The urine, right? So you're, I'm so, like, super sensitive. I'm like, does it smell like pee? Does it smell, you know what I mean? My aunt will come in. I'm like, do you smell piss? Does it smell like piss in here? I swear. So the one night I'm going to bed, I got my diffuser Dang. going. I put it in my room early, and I had I put lavender in it. And I walk in my room, and I'm like, what the? And I'm losing it because I swore. <laughs> I must have put, and it might have been mixed with a little eucalyptus or something. Uh-oh. And I swore 
I swore that you, one of so the So you mixed essential oils that smelled like urine by mistake? Yeah, is that yes, what you're saying? Yes, yeah. yes. I swore that I was convinced. I'm taking the diffuser apart and I'm like turning it off and I'm smelling the water. I'm sticking a paper towel in there to see if it's yellow. I'm like, they pissed in my diffuser. Ah, I'm going to jail tonight. I'm going to jail. Like I was just, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'll call CPS myself. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's comedy. I'm just joking. I would not kill them. It's, you know what I mean? It's just trying to make you laugh. Relax. I'm but laughing. I'm saying, like, I just couldn't even, I, I couldn't even fathom. And it was my fault. It was the oils. Oh. I did it myself. And it was just, yeah. But I, I mean, I was losing it. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They pissed in the, no, no. It was my stupid ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So now oh. I have, like, you know, I constantly am, like, smelling yearning, urine or burnt toast. I don't. It's probably in the air conditioner. But that's a thing, though. Like, I feel like once you're, <laughs> once you're a, not, pe- no, that's not a thing. That should never be a thing. But a I swear, once you get, once you're like hyper aware of something like that, it's all like you, you think you smell it everywhere. Whatever it is, the thing you're like, I smell it. What is it? What? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. I get it. So. Uh. This, we've gone all over the place tonight. Here. I know we, we didn't got, even get into our. You we didn't get into any of our topics. We got no, stinky. Ke- Kelly, you had a crazy, crazy week. Yeah. Uh, where you had to explain to your kids and prepare them for their first funeral. Yeah. Mm. Can you tell us, please? Because when you called and explained to me the visual in my head. Of how you prepared your children for the funeral just had me in stitches because oh. I'm Did you kill that one of the guinea pigs and have a practice one? No. Uh-oh. <laughs> no. No. So we started with, with Anna. So yes, their grandmother, great grandmother passed away. And um like children really wow. have not, not had any any experience or exposure to death or anything. She was 106, so. right? How, she, next month she would have been 106. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Amazing. It wasn't woman. like it and was their grandmother who was 70. She no, 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 Titanic, no. And it, 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 truly, a wonderful woman had a great relationship with the kids and with the whole family. It's just extraordinary. But we haven't, with COVID, we hadn't seen her in the last couple of years, and um, you know the kids were asking about her all the time, and she did pass peacefully. So, anyway, I was trying to figure out how to have this conversation with. The kids, I remember when my grandfather died, it was around my birthday. And for some reason, I thought I did something wrong and it was my fault. And I didn't want my kids to have that feeling. And I also feel like they were so wrapped up in their adult stuff that nobody really stopped to have a conversation with the kids about it. So um, it made me want to make sure that not to not to have my kids have that experience. So anyway, um well, they had a, you know, grandma passed away, and there's going to be this wake. She's like, "What's a wake?" I'm like, well, it's a room full of people and couches and a casket and a body. And um, you know, I said, "Grandma is basically going to be like this." And I put my arms up like this, and I fell backwards on the bed, and I go, "She's going to be dead in a box." And she's just looking at me, horrified. <laughs> just the part that she put her arms across her chest and she fell back onto the bed. She fell back like she. Grandma fell has back. turned into yeah. Dracula. Yeah. 
And then that's why they call it a wake, because she wakes back up. And then she pops up, and it's very disconcerting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, like, but it's not really Everyone takes turns shaking her. And I said, she's going to have crazy makeup on her face. It's not really going to look like her. And I said, you know, so, like, I'm... And then I'm like, some people are even going to go as far as to bend down in front of the casket. And she's like, what? So then I use the bed again. I said, I said, oh, all right. I go, now you lay down. You be dead. You be grandma. So she j- falls You be dead. <laughs> yeah. So had her lay down. And then I knelt next to her and, you know, gave her through, you know, Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. And people are going to do this. And, you know. So anyway, prepare the children for that. Um, and. Anna did a really great job with her brother of, of calming him down when he heard the news. And she could be a grief counselor immediately. She did such a great job. She's like, buddy, it's okay. Grandma is in a better place now. And this was good for her. And she's still in your heart. She said all the right things. Like, she could write a book. It was great. Mm-hmm. So after the wake... Everybody leaves the funeral home, heads to their cars, and we're waiting for the processionals to start to go to the cemetery. Kids are with me. Andy's in another vehicle. And Anna says to me, Mom, how are they going to get Grandma to the cemetery? (laughs) And without missing a beat, Branson looks at her and says, Anna, haven't you ever heard of a pickup truck? (laughs) (laughs) That's how I want to (laughs) go. It's like... Yeah, I was like, that's kind of cool. And she goes, buddy, I'm pretty sure that's not it. That's not how it's going to Grandma's on a Harley. Exactly. All I could think of was the National Lampoon Summer Vacation when they throw the ant up above the ant or whatever name up on the You've got to be like, no, you know those tubes they have at the bank? It's like that, but bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Down to (laughs) deliver her at the plot. So. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it's the future. I think I've seen a movie like that once, right? You know? Yeah. Be more efficient. Oh my gosh. That's how I want to go. So mm. after Think so, tube. Yeah. I mean that, the whole rest of that day got even more bizarre because then I went into work at like five PM and I worked till about midnight and we had a snowstorm that night and I wound up uh getting locked out of my office. It was I was ready to leave at like midnight and the door closed behind me and I didn't have my phone or my keys or anything and it was locked out. So it's a very weird week. And I just had to keep rolling my shoulders back and saying, all right, what's next? What's next? So, Jeffrey, are you falling asleep over there because you're yawning? No, I'm always, for whatever reason, every time I do a live show, I forever yawn the whole time. I'm like, what am I holding my breath? So yeah, you need oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. And even when I do TikTok videos, I'm always like, (gasps) and I can hear myself breathe. I'm Star Jones. Like when she was on The View, you could always hear her. (laughs) Yeah, you can always hear her breathing, man. Wow. You got to lose the weight. So I have one other crazy story. Okay, go. Unless anybody wants to comment on, you know, coping with or talking to their children about death. Anybody want to add on to that? No? I don't know. I've, I've been going to funerals since I was, like, a baby. <laughs> like, I don't we remember buried a lot of pets. going to wakes. 
they were always fun. We had great parties, so I always looked forward to them. It was a good get together. I think that's cool that you prepared your kids because I don't feel like I I don't remember getting prepared. I feel like I just walked in and it was like, oh shit, someone's a centerpiece. Oh, yes, and then, oh yeah, and that's the, the flowers too. I go, I'm like, uh, yeah, box with a dead person and flowers around the room. I mean, I just think if you were an alien that arrived from another planet or something and you walked into this scene, I mean, it's just bizarre. Some people You'd be like, are what laughing. are they doing? Yeah. yeah, some people are laughing, some people are crying, sobbing. You know? Yeah, some people are doing both. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love a hysterical person at a funeral. It's my favorite. Me too. I love when I they go crazy. I went. To a, oh, I think it was at a wake one time. I I, th- I've, I have a hard time remembering who it was. I don't know who it was. I may not have even been related to him, but I was young. I was probably like six, maybe seven. And at the funeral home, they had a dish of like uh, Hershey's Kisses over by the the door. So oh, not the melty a, mints. I thought I, I yeah, thought they always no, said those no. like the mints they have in the restaurant. Well, they had Hershey kisses. What funeral homes y'all go to? I don't know. (laughs) They don't feed me at the ones. You don't get the snacks. All right. So sorry, Dana. Your Hershey kisses. They had. I grabbed a couple of Hershey kisses because I'm six, and I was I was eating them, and I didn't know what to do with the aluminum foil, so I just wadded it up and I stuck in my pocket. Uh And then when it came our turn to go up and kneel down at the thing, like I'm like, oh, this is. Like I was holding it and looking at it instead of praying. You did not put like, it in the casket. In their ear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is just gonna get buried. And I just put it in their ear. And like my mom was standing right, or she was kneeling right next to me, but her eyes were closed, so she didn't know. So I just had this little ball of foil, and I was like, Boop. and I don't think anybody noticed. <laughs> I don't so, know. Maybe somebody noticed. Somebody got buried with. With Hershey Kiss foil in their ear. Yeah, I don't even know who it was. I'm trying to remember who died when I was six. Now they're in heaven forever oh. with Hershey Kiss foil in their ear. I was a little kid. <laughs> I don't know. Dana, this could be why your birthdays are always ruined. Maybe. It's the person with the Hershey Kiss in their ear. Karma. <laughs> you messed with me. It was just a foil ball. Literally on my deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Oh, so, the ghost, has any, the ghost has of birthday Has anybody ever done anything more irreverent than that? I well, I had to, you know, well, Ryan, our friend Misty, uh, she, man, she had the worst luck, you know, when it came to people dying. Her mom died. Oh, really? And on her deathbed, she asked me if I would do her makeup after oh. she died. Right. And I'm like, mm. what am I supposed to, right? What am I, what do you say to that? No. Did you ask her if she was going to bring her own brushes or what? Well, I said yes, but nobody told me. Like, dead people. Yeah, you use regular. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different. I had to go buy different brushes and things. It's like spackle. And then, you know, you got to pluck her eyebrows and things. And on a cold dead person, it's a whole different. And the makeup chick for the funeral comes walking and she's like, oh, you're doing a good job. You want a, a job? You know, You're I just doing a good job. <laughs> I just sat there chatting with her. I was kind of sweating. And then, like, they had, they had, I don't know, they were embalming her or whatever, you know what I mean? So there was kind of like a thing down here or whatever. And I kind of, you know, I was peeking and looking. I was like, well, what's going on down here? And they're like, why does this only look like half of her? Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, I'm all nosy. Like, it don't bother me. But I was it like, it only looks this? like half of her. Yeah. Like, where'd the rest of her go? She's a big woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I get that treatment when I go? Like, is there a thing you got to ask for? Um, well, they suck it all out. 
I, no, I don't know if it has to do with the embalming thing or whatever. Oh. I was like, okay. Shit. Well, um, so that was an experience. Yeah. And then we all, do you remember we did the new kids on the block dance at that funeral? Mm-hmm. You were there. Oh, yeah. Dear. And then the father, this was the greatest one of all time. She calls me up. Do you remember this? And she's like, oh, dad's in the hospital. He's in a coma. He choked. Okay. Well, what happened? He choked on cottage cheese. That's hard to do. Yeah. How? And then he died. You, you I'm like, you really choked to death. I was like, you so you drowned in cottage cheese. Did you they put choke. that up as the cause of death? We're at the choked funeral, on cottage right? cheese. We're at the funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the, the, oh, the no. co- yeah, he had fixed that the That sounds like a mystery. Cheese. So we're at the funeral, and I just it gets lodged in your lungs. I whisper in her ear, I was like, you got to look out for that large curd. It's a bitch. It'll get you every time. <laughs> she just starts laughing. So, do you remember? She pissed her pants. She had to go yeah. home and change out of her suit. She was. <laughs> she just couldn't stop laughing because I couldn't believe that he died on cottage mm-hmm. cheese. Like, who does that happen to? For See, nobody, nobody noticed what I did. Oh. oh, the tinfoil ball? The tinfoil, yeah. Nobody saw it. Yeah, oh, nobody, yeah, yeah. I was like, what is your... Mine was Friend, that was that was two minutes ago. <laughs> I get confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Cottage cheese? Like, That's on. why I tell my husband he's not going to know when I have dementia because I'm always confused. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Like, I was just noticing, like, up in the, the corner of our screen there, it says, like, uh, the topic of this episode was night terrors. Oh so yeah, we, we should only probably talk about left, that. We never got into that. Yeah, so when I was trying to type this up, I'm like, I don't know what we're going to I, I forgot about the funeral and all that other stuff. I was like, night terrors. I don't know, Brian and I talked about night terrors. Oh. I think we're going to give people night terrors after listening to this show quite often. Maybe. <laughs> I know. And then I went on Twitter and, and Titch. 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 Uh, and like, did these videos. Well, tonight we're going to talk about night terrors and how that affected our childhood. How's and your titch? Like, went into adulthood. Listen, he doesn't remember nothing. I can't speak English. What do you guys want? You know, Tip here we are. Like How we ended tip. up this way. <laughs> I remember the name. Hi. Good job. Who knew? So I didn't have night terror. So I'm going to tell you this this story real quick because then you guys can talk about that. So on the way home from work today, I really, really, really had to go to the bathroom. And I have like an hour and a half drive. So there was no holding it or waiting. It ties into our conversation last week about whether or not you can go to the bathroom in a public place. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I was a little discerning. There was a Sitco gas station that wasn't going to cut it. I may not have come out of there alive. So I opted for the McDonald's. I said, well, it's corporate. You know, there's a good chance that they clean the bathrooms regularly. It won't be too bad. Or at least more than the Sunoco. Right, exactly. Where there's a lock on the door or it says, you know, out of service, use it your own caution, whatever. So cleaned in nineteen ninety two. So I literally just go barreling straight in there, right? I didn't pay attention to which stall, whatever. The door that was right in front of me was the one I went in. Run in there. I go. Reach for the toilet paper. <gasps> no, this no. is why you have to keep Nutella in your purse. Nutella? Yes. What am I going to do with Nutella? So that you can then ask the person next to you for some toilet paper, but you can put some Nutella on your hand, get your camera out, and you can film it, and then see how crazy they go. It's well, the what best if no video. 
Well, then oh. you got a problem. <laughs> well, if you're all alone, then, yeah. then you don't need the Nutella and you got a problem. Well, no. So did you got a shake. This was not an option, Brian. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No. no. You just have to use your underwear and then flush it. That could have happened. <laughs> but instead. Oh, no. I can't wait. Did you have tissues in your purse? There was nothing you there was nothing within reach. Okay. Oh no. So I decided to stand up bent forward and not pull my pants all the way up from my waist <laughs> and wasn't a waddle into another stall. <laughs> that is a very dangerous oh. thing to try to do. And pray in a public bathroom. Oh my! Can you imagine if somebody walked in and she was ass out? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I am literally into. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Yep. That's it. Yep. That's great. Oh god. That's a brave thing you did. You did a brave thing. I have never felt more relieved in my entire life when I got behind door number two and pushed (laughs) that lock shut. I gotta tell you, I just and then realized it was out too. (laughs) No, thank god. Please tell me you went up to them and complained. Oh no, I ran out of there so fast and I was horrified. So like I almost went into the janitor's closet and set it out the door because I was so discombobulated. I exited and I'm like looking around paranoid and everything, trying to get out of there. I'm like, where's the door? Where's the door? That's not the door. And then I'm like, I'm never gonna come into this place again. I'm never gonna see these people. Like there is no. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so literally punched forward. <laughs> and then it was like, I could hear the 007 music, you know, the James Bond music in my head as I'm like peeking around the corner. I'm like, all right, you just got to commit. You just got to do this. <laughs> yeah. So oh, at this point now, we may have to wait till next week to talk about night, night terrors, or I'm gonna, I literally just gave everyone night terrors. <laughs> Let <laughs> us know about your night terrors next week. Do we want to? Do we want to kick that topic to next week and talk about the book that we're gonna start? Oh yeah, we, yeah, did, we didn't even talk about. Oh, and I got a picture. Hold on, I was ready. So, ta-da! That's great. Nice job, Jeffrey. So, yeah, yeah. if anybody yeah. wants to join us, um, we, we are going to tackle this book, Atomic Habits. Um, for those who haven't heard of it, I, I did kind of took in the intro earlier today, and it's basically a book about the compound effect of both good and bad habits and how they measure up over not just, you know, we think of things and we want instant gratitude, right? It's, you know, I've gone to the gym three times this week. Why aren't I skinny and perfect? Or, you know, I didn't didn't have the cheeseburger for lunch. So why didn't I lose 10 pounds? You know, so this book, it, it explores, it explores the science behind it, the biology, the psychology, 
the neuroscience, but it's also a very practical how-to manual. Like, how do you take all these proven scientific ideas and make them work for you? Mm. And so I think it'll be a great book for all of us. Um, I know the last couple of years have been rather tough for us. And um, I think the thing that attracted to me, it attracted me to the book is it really applies to anything, you know, it could be your health, your wealth, your personal relationships. And um, I thought it would be fun to go on this journey together. So that's good. I think it's a good book too. Cause uh, you know, like the last two years we've all kind of probably gotten some bad habits mm-hmm. just cause they were easy to form. And if you, you can't know. see it again, it's called atomic habits. It's by James clear. And on the cover, it says tiny changes, remark- remarkable results, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. So again, it's Atomic Habits by James Clear. So join you know, us. It's on Audible, pretty much anywhere books are available. Yeah, I'm going to be doing an audio book because I'm in the car a lot. So Me too. But, yeah. I got an Audible. Do we have a goal as to how many chapters we're going to do by next week? I don't think it has chapters. It has like um, something different. No, it kind of does. Well, at least on Audible it did. Um why don't we try to get to the end of chapter two? Okay. Let me see if it has a name. Oh, two whole cool. chapters? Oh, geez. It's a week. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. chapters. It, it is chapters. So we'll, we'll the go introduction, through. Yep. The, the fundamentals, why tiny changes make a big difference. Chapter one is the surprising power of atomic habits. And chapter two is how the habits shape your identity and vice versa. Yeah. So does everyone feel comfortable with that or should we go any further? I'm comfortable with that. That would be about an hour or so of listening. So I think we can all make time for that. Yeah. 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 Easily. So Dana doesn't have much to say. He just kind of mean mugging it. No, he hasn't had a chance to get the book yet. So he's in the process of doing that. So try and figure out how to get there. Yeah. Well, you have a week to figure it out. Honey, it's okay. You just sit there, blow me. I'm here. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) And I'm queer. No, No, that's me. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, You're not not blow Jeffrey. (laughs) No, No, I'm married. (laughs) I'm a good good girl now. Oh, listen. First off, Brian, the hell with you? No. As in today, there's many nights, many nights. <laughs> I don't. I I'm just. Gonna we ain't counting yesterday or before. <laughs> just today and forward. Thank you. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, the book is pretty crazy. I mean, can we? Well, it's just, in the introduction. I, I would like to bring that up. He talks about like it was the last day of the sophomore year and the friend like they're playing baseball or whatever and the friend loses control of the bat right he hits bad. him right right in the puss and right, he oh, Jesus. right here hits him right here he, yeah suffers a broken nose multiple skull fractures shatters both eye sockets that he has to be like airlifted to a second hospital because the first one can't handle it he's suffering multiple seizures and nobody nobody knew what was happening in real time. Like it took them a while to wow. figure out. Like they thought at first he saw blood and they thought, oh, he just 
yeah. broke his nose or whatever. But he didn't realize that a traumatic brain injury had literally yeah, started and yeah, wow. they were at the hospital. They were asking him questions, what year it was, and he said it was '98, and it wasn't. It was 2000 something. This was the president one. He says Clinton, and it was Bush. George Bush, or yeah, it was Bush, and then they that's asked his mom's him, name. He took him he like did. 20 seconds to answer. Yeah, Jesus, she was still stuck in Monica. It was just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the thing that really kind of got me. Um, was the father so the mom flew yes. in the, the helicopter with him this to the second hospital? Got me too. The father had to go home and take get the other siblings situated and looked at the sister, who we find out had cancer at three, and yep. looked oh at her was like, Four. and had to tell her, I can't come to your eighth grade graduation. Yep, I wrote that down too because I, that was one of my biggest notes. And I was like, how does that affect the other kid, right? Yep, because I'm wow. like. I understand, like you're worried about your kid, like he's being airlifted, but do both the moms like, with him? Yeah, I'm like, ah, how do you? What's the balance there, and how do you handle that situation? And I think that's probably a great place to leave this weekend. That's something we can tackle next week. Because as a yeah, parent, what do you do? What do you do? Yes, because when you're literally pulled in opposite directions, and that's that the only graduation she's ever going to have, and that's going to be a moment that she's going to remember. And then if her mm -hmm. brother's fine and he lives, that's something that, that could be a problem later on. Yeah. But and just the choices we have to make as parents too, and yeah. so yeah, yeah, I think it would be good to talk about that, or if we have any any events in our own lives that were overshadowed by another traumatic event that oh. you know. Like that time Nick got hit by the little Debbie man. Whoo, girl, oh. we got free little Debbies for a long time from that. <laughs> it sounds like a win-win. He threw it himself was. in front of the little Debbie truck. <laughs> it was crazy. He got airlifted. Yeah. Oh, that wow. that okay. whole thing reminded me of like flashbacks of that still. I wow. can hear Joy screaming at him. It was crazy. Wow. It was an interesting Did that story. happen on, while you guys were on Jefferson? Yeah, she was working up at the apartments around the corner. He was oh, in wow. Genesee. He was walking up. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll I don't that remember one. that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, and I just made a nice sandwich. Real nice. Real nice. And I get the phone. She's so up. pissed about it. I was. I was pissed. I was like, oh. <laughs> I love it. Really took some effort. But kids, we made it. Week seven. I think it was. Uh, I don't know. We did. Night and, uh, seven. We're going to start out next week with a a review of the first few chapters of Atomic Habits, right? Yes. Yeah, we'll get to that by the last 10 minutes or so. We're going to try anyway, but we, we make no promises here, right? We got Jeffrey, Kelly, Dana, and Brian. Bye. 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 I was like, oh, do we say hi? I don't know what to do. No, bye. 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 <laughs> we just got to keep waving and you're going to hit the button and Until then it's going to take longer Make than sure you thought. Make sure you go and subscribe at uncensoredradio.live and if you want to get the merch, go to uncensoredradio.shop and follow us on un Twitter and Instagram at LiveUCR. Okay, bye. bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.